There we go. What's up, dog? How are you? Happy Monday to you. Oh, thank you. I, I, I'm really excited to be talking to the Parlor app's number one user, Jason Stewart. It's it's before you know before it gets deleted, you know before Amazon destroys it, before Apple, before Google. I'm glad that we could get in a little discussion uh, about your favorite your favorite app. It's I know it's replaced. Tumblr is gone. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All my pins have been deleted. Well, I I, I was actually going to ask you about this because I I truly have no idea what Parlor is i know that it is a social media platform and i know that apple and google are removing it from their app store and i know that people used it to plan the the siege on our capital (laughs) yeah i mean i was talking to my friend that's all i got i was talking to my friend ezra about it last night who's a a you know in my life like a political expert you know what i mean and he was basically he was basically like it's it's he doesn't know much about it either because it's kind of something that is just you know, it's like Signal or something. Like it exists, but you don't know about it until somebody tells you. Because, like, unless you need it. Well, we need to we need to ask an app expert, not a political expert, because Parler is an app, Chris. The only reason we know about Parler is because it's being used by these bozos. That's the only reason it's being talked about because it's it's basically just a lawless social media app. That's it. It's just not. It's just okay. That's it. It's not. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not more interesting or cooler than that. It's literally an app where you can say you're going to bomb an Amazon, you know, center or that Bill Clinton mm-hmm. eats babies or that 5G causes COVID and people just agree with you and there's no issues with that. Okay, okay. So it's Twitter. It's Twitter except they're not they didn't ban, you know, who knows. Maybe maybe Trump's moving over to Parler, but they're I mean apparently they're fucked. Like I saw a, a message somewhere from the like founder being like, "We're we're working now with developers to figure out a way." You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I should have done more more homework on it. Um, but I mean, I guess if if it's similar to a signal like a decentralized platform where you know you have like untraceable. I don't encrypted- know if it's. I don't know if it. No, I don't. I don't mean that. I don't think that's what it is. I mean it in the. So so is it just like four chan? Yes. Yeah. That's of more social I, media. Yeah. Where just like yeah. you can like if you you want to make like baby raping jokes and say racist shit like welcome home yes that's what it seems like to me i think that the the comparison to signal was something like i had never heard of signal in someone until someone told like i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. I, signal is not something you're going to come across in your daily life unless you need it or someone explains it to you you know what i mean that that's what i'm saying well, unless you're a drug dealer yes. or a uh, political journalist yes which the, uh, I, you don't have a ton of use for it. No, exactly. And luckily, I'm both of those things. So I'm on Signal Heavy, Dungeon to Death Projects at Signal.com. <laughs> uh, hit me for the brick. Um, and how do you how do you feel about Elon Musk tweeting about uh, how everyone should move over to Signal? I've never understood the fascination with Elon Musk. Like he made a car. Who cares? Like he's not interesting. Like he's he's a he's just like he looks like his head looks like a football. And he's got nothing important to say. I don't understand why. Like, I don't care about space exploration. I think it's fucking boring and pointless. And we spend a lot of money on it. I like uh-huh. I like the car, but you have to charge it, which seems annoying. And Grimes doesn't do anything <laughs> for me either. So what is he? The coolest thing Elon Musk has ever done is that picture of him smoking weed on Joe Rogan. That's the only interesting thing that Elon <laughs> Musk has done. I, I just honestly, and, what is the fact? And he doesn't even smoke weed cool. No, he looked like a fucking narc. He looked like he used Signal to buy drugs. He's a pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he look like he didn't know which end to suck on <laughs> yeah which, yeah when you when you smoke the wrong end of a parliament at four in the morning play we've been there uh so so what is the fascination with elon musk like is it because he's rich because i understand that but why do we why do we like elon musk but we think jeff bezos is the devil when when now elon musk is more rich than bezos like is he do you do we really think that he is a better person no i don't i don't think anyone thinks he's okay. a better person well i mean i guess a little bit i think he's a better person than than Bezos like I don't know if Bezos sought out to have you know world domination in his in his future I I don't know if he was just like I I found a good way to sell books and now whoops the daisies I took over the world I don't know you know I guess it's somewhere in the middle but I think with Elon the stuff that he's into is a lot more fun yeah and sexy and exciting especially appealing to nerd culture of like what if I make a flamethrower and I'm gonna make a sick badass car and then Jeff Bezos is like, I'm going to streamline my um, shipping and receiving protocol. No, for sure, and for then- sure. I mean, I, I just this goes back to my theory that to be that rich, you have to be 
truly demented on the inside. There, there's no way you have to ruin people's lives to be the richest person in the world. You you don't get that by having like a conscious and being a sweetheart. You gotta you gotta do it on stepping on the necks of those, as you say. It, exactly. So I just don't. Elon Musk to me is just a pest, and it, it, like I I don't understand. I've just never understood the fascination with him. I, I guess he his uh, his intentions seem more in line with like. Hey, I think the future is going to be really fucked up and I'm trying to make it a little bit better and his ideas for making the world better is a cyber truck? Cool. Well, it it is it is taking things like, you know, we're going to have to develop new means of propulsion in the future if we want to advance or if we want to live, you know, beyond fossil fuels or whatever, blah blah blah, or if we want to be able to get off the grid and not have to depend on government infrastructure to have gas and water and power. He's like, fuck it, I'm I'm gonna do all this stuff. You know, generate your own electricity from your the roof of your own house, charge your car with it. That part is cool, but I don't I don't know if he necessarily is trying to become the richest, most powerful evil genius of the world. I think he's He's just like a nerdy kid that was good at inventing stuff, and maybe he fell into it. Mm, no, 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 no. You don't. You don't fall into literally being the richest person in the world. That's just not something you fall into. Like with Bezos, it's. I get the vibe from him that that is a goal of his, and with Elon Musk, I think he just like he became the richest person in the world, and he was like, "All right, I mean, no, let's get back to work. I'm I'm trying to like figure out how to go to space before I die. I'm trying to figure out how to get this Cybertruck in in TJ's driveway before I die. I'm sure he likes the fame and recognition, but I think he's out here trying to get to work. I think all of that. He's worth two hundred nine billion dollars right now. Right, and that's because the you know the company that he invented to create electric cars ended up being worth a shitload in stocks and made sure. tons of nerd, sure, nerdy sure, bros sure. across the world millionaires. I just the thought of the thought of like thinking like oh he's just you know he just he wanted to save the environment and he got rich doing it. It's so crazy. <laughs> I, I just I'm not going with you on that one, TJ. Well, that's not what I was saying, but I'm I'm saying it's there's more. I think he has more. His intentions are to better the world. Yeah, more no, I'll so agree with that. Jeff I'll Bezos. agree with that. And the, you know what? The world is better when I see that beautiful. When my I see my Bessie pulling up in the Tessie. You know what I mean? I I do. <laughs> I lo- the sexy lines on that Tesla in Glendale. I know that makes your life better. It doesn't do much for me necessarily, but I understand that you're biased. Mm-hmm. You're completely biased because I've seen you pull up behind the wheel of a brand new sparkling Tesla. You call it, you saying I'm Musk pilled? You're definitely musk pilled. California in general is musk musk pilled, though I think. Oh, so sorry okay. for you guys, but I mean, it's been you know not to talk about Elon and Parler, but man, it's been really it's been a great week for news. <laughs> it's been a it's been a good week for news, bad week for the future of humanity, I guess. Yeah, but every week, look, every week, Jason is just a step closer to death for all of us. Let's be real, you know. So that's true. Why not? Why not watch? You know, guys in costumes storm a government building while we're dying. It's, it's, you know, it's at least it's, you know, it's free. The fact that it's real and it's really happening, you know, quote unquote real QAnon eyeball emoji. The fact that it's a real thing that's happening and playing out, it is, it is exciting to watch, even though it is terribly depressing. Only thing you can do is load up your pockets with Skrilla. And hope for the best, baby, because, you know... It, it's every podcaster for himself. It's every fucking podcaster for themselves. I mean, I, I, I watched some footy live from the Capitol, you know? I watched some guys scaling. Um, we, we talked about... We talked some about... Footy. We talked about it a little bit. I think for me, and this may be something we differ on, but again, and you, oh, I guess you okay. saw this a little bit since you were in the South recently, but, like, I think for a lot of Americans, these people are, like, seem truly detached from them mm-hmm. in a way that's like i've never seen this is like who i went to high school with this is very normal to me like like as far as like the the iq level and like the redneckness level to be convinced to go this route and be like a fucking QAnon trump guy like mm-hmm. these are people i know it's the same thing with with a lot of this stuff in this country if you're from the south you're like oh yeah yeah this is like so you're saying you're friends with these people chris uh, jason do not do that um i am not friends with these people but i know i knew they existed forever because they drove yellow trucks at, to my high school mm-hmm. you, you know what i mean it's like this isn't but in southern california so the, you know about these people because they've been calling you a faggot for the last exactly. 20 years of your yeah, life Yeah, exactly these were my tormentors in high school and now they are 
are plumbers and they drove their trucks to Washington mm-hmm. to storm a building. Also, like, wh- what did they really do in there? I heard they took shits and smeared it all over the place. No, no <laughs> kidding. No kidding. I heard that. Some people had a plan and a, and a trajectory and a goal and they had their their zip tie handcuffs ready to go yes. and they were maybe hoping to take hostages. They thought that they would just go into this building. Congress would be in action and everyone would just be ready to be handcuffed and, I guess, led out into their cars outside in the parking lot. And then they're going to like, it's just so know, insane. hold them hostage. <laughs> like, like I, I, I guess nobody really, nobody really knew what they were going to do because nobody really assumed that they would be able to get, get that, that far. far. Yeah, that seems what is, I, is, you know, the obvious part. But, but the, the other part is like, what if you did break in, you did manage to get past all the police and security, you did manage to kidnap Nancy Pelosi and put handcuffs on her, then what, you just, you just lead her out the front doors of this Capitol building, and then and then what? You make demands, and then you say, you, if you, you don't freaking give, you know, let us look at the the ballot counting machines, we're gonna what? Murder you? If you don't find those eleven thousand votes to say that Donald Trump is the president, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> I think that's what. It, but the scarier part, I think, the true implication and the issue that is is actually terrifying is that I bet half or more of those people that participated in that coup were either ex-military current military police officers or ex-police officers mm-hmm. so that oh, yeah. that to me like th- these little punisher skull head asses like that's the scary stuff to me these are the people that have the power to shoot you with a gun and get away with it especially if you're not white and they are true mm-hmm. they are truly they are fully on the other side they're on the wrong side of history they're on they're on both sides. They're on the inside and the outside and they're allowing it's crazy. each other to do things that they would normally not be allowed I to. I mean do. that video of those cops just kind of moving Which I the, guess sets you up for a race war. It does set you up for a race war. I mean the cops like moving those gates and just letting those guys in like that video like Mhm. I also I don't know I mean you know I'm I'm th- there's a lot of th- hey you weren't there bro you weren't there. I was you not there. look at it from the other angles I was not there you're right and luckily I do have drone footage on my parlor account right now that I have to check when we finish <laughs> this but I do I do think the I do think the people in power ignoring this like when when it was kind of known it was going to happen because obviously that date is is known they were going to count those electoral college votes so they knew that you know this is not a secret mm. the date was known Iran had uh, sent a transmission signal to the FAA. They sent a transmission saying like, hey, we're going to like shoot a missile at the Capitol building on this day. Just to let you guys know, like there was there was a lot of heightened security around this particular location on that particular day. Well, there should have been and there wasn't is the issue. I mean, they shouldn't even have even opened the doors that day just no, for the sake, yeah, you know, yeah. if, it's like if you if your school gets a bomb threat called in from like a middle schooler, yeah, you're calling the day. You know <laughs> like playing Call in. of Duty, no one's coming in. If you get a <laughs> if you get a phone call bomb threat from the country of Iran, we're coming into work, bro. But everyone's like, "All right, we got to go into work, guys." I think what's so interesting too is that Trump is embarrassed about who his followers are. Because they, you know, he considers himself to be rich and above it all. And his followers are literally like mouth breathing mm-hmm. rednecks who like mm-hmm. are missing teeth. And I think that that is what. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an upper west side or east side New Yorker, you know, blue blood born and born and raised at the end of the day. Nobody hates those redneck folks more than, yeah. than those types of yeah. people, you know. It's very not chic. No, to have it's those not fans. chic at all. It's a very big. It's why I've literally ran from my southern upbringing for thirty eight years. But I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's very interesting to be the man in complete power, and all of your your followers and your devotees are literally the dumb, ugly. The du- they're ugly and dumb, <laughs> and you. You're also ugly and dumb, but you're rich, so you're a little less ugly and dumb. As dumb as he is, he's he had the presence of mind and is smart enough to know that if you want to rise to the highest rank of power, you have to appeal to the lowest common denominator to get the majority of, of the votes oh, in the world. And the majority of people now, sadly, are very unchic, very uh, ugly, shitty people. Where does he go? You know what I mean? And that, that was what was, I was, I've been, you know, of course, watching The West Wing. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to get Bay to come around and let me wing up. West Wing is, I mean, dude, there's so many episodes, though. It's, like, daunting. What can I do to get my to get my life partner down to watch The Wing? Well, politics, you know, if done right, and that, by done right, I mean lots of walking and talking and dialogue mm-hmm. written by Aaron Sorkin, is, it, they're mm-hmm. sexy. And also, CJ, um, one of the characters on the show, is very chic and wears a lot of Max Mara. Um, so maybe maybe Carolyn would like that. Um, okay, thank you. That's that was the answer I was. And Armani, and there's a lot of like there. classic Armani. It's it's there's there's some good oh, fashion sure. on the women's side, but the okay, okay. but there was a storyline about Mad Cow and how they were freaking the fuck out about Mad Cow, and I was like, damn, mm. I did. I have not thought about that. Like the amount of th- Mad Cow disease. Yes, the amount of things that that we've gone through that didn't hit the way COVID did or didn't hit the way Trump did that seemed like they were going to level the world. And now we finally, in the prime of our lives, unfortunately, it has finally happened. The reckoning has mm. cometh. <laughs> I don't think I knew anyone who suffered any illness or death from the mad cow disease, right? That, that was just some yeah, well, propaganda. Yeah, well, I, I hang guess. out with vegetarians mostly, so it wasn't an issue for mm-hmm. me. But someone like you who's eating every, you know, you're... What do they call it? Tip to tail, nose to tail dining? <laughs> I call it nose to tail or tip to tail. Either works. Tip to well, tail. Man. Tip to tail is what I say when I got my nails done and my hair done. And I just took a shower. So that's a little different. No, well, that also includes a, an, an anal an anal bleaching or oh. some type of, <laughs> what is it called? The, the anal glands. You got to express the glands, I should say. Wow, that's a cool way to put it. So you it. got, you know, you you are a member of French Tip Twitter, and I'm a meta, man, member of anal uh, expulsion <laughs> Twitter. That's just the facts. That's the just the, the facts. Shout shout outs to all my toxic city girls sh- out here bleaching. Shout out, getting to- those tips whitened. Keep them tips white. <laughs> but yeah, it's been you know it's been a long week, and then you know I woke up this morning and I saw a picture on Instagram of a guy with a cake that he made that showed (laughs) president trump's twitter being deleted and i was just like like honestly how corny can we be as a society i guess this guy also is like kind of famous i didn't know this i guess he does balloon art on instagram (laughs) but he's got half a million followers when you said he's kind of famous, I was like, oh, he like he he just looks like oh, he's a guy who's like a producer on the Big Bang Theory or something like that, or like he he's an actor on Superstore. Michael James, but he's famous for doing balloon art. Yes, Michael James Schneider. He has four hundred thirty eight thousand followers on Instagram, and he does stuff like that's light work. If you get tired, learn to rest, not quit. Banksy quote, but made out of balloon, <laughs> made out of balloons. This is a real person. He's probably rich, honestly. He's probably rich. He probably is rich. It's it's awful. Yeah, so this is so he posted a picture. He went to, you know his local Publix. He went to Publix with a screenshot of Donald Trump's Twitter page that has been suspended, permanently suspended, which which in my day that was called expulsion. But that's a whole other podcast subject. But Honey, Huntington Beach High School didn't know what hit them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I've all all day long I've, I've been hearing the news and people saying he's been permanently suspended from Twitter. I'm like, suspended means it ain't permanent. Anyway, that's not really neither here nor there. But <laughs> Do not argue schematics on this podcast, Jason. So he, he printed it out and he, he it appears that he's smiling bigger and brighter than any other moment of the last yeah. 365 days of this twisted dumpster fire year and he's slicing into this cake and he's smiling and he is so happy that a guy that he's never met had his twitter page it's crazy suspended it's crazy he went and he spent you know 68 dollars on this Mm -hmm. and he's posting it and it's well worth that investment to get all of the these yes queen replies on his page to be to be fair i think he's gotten truly over a hundred thousand likes on that photo yeah, of course. What is how can we how can we make a spoof of this? I, I wish. How can we? <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, everything about this enrages me. But it's also like I think this is really an issue. We've talked about it before. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but like mm. just the absolute void people are going to have when Donald Trump goes away. If, if you hate him or if you love him, when he disappears or at least loses his power, which mercifully is is only a, f- a few weeks away, people are truly going to have a gaping hole in their lives. It's just it's just like Donald Trump leaving office is truly important and that day cannot come fast enough. He has put this country in the toilet and we he needs to leave immediately. Mm. Him being suspended from tw- He needs to buy Felicia. He needs to buy Felicia. Him but him being suspended from Twitter is like a blip <laughs> on the radar of actual importance. 
I mean, if you think someone of this caliber isn't going to be able to find a way to speak to his constituents, you're mm-hmm. sadly mistaken. So mm-hmm. me not having to see it is nice, but like, wait, hold on. You guys follow Donald Trump? That's what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you follow him, you idiots? They're pissed off because they're they're in traffic and when you finally come up to the accident, you want to see the blood. That's why people follow Donald Trump, but I would rather just go in the carpool lane and get home and go jack off and have a sandwich. I only I only hate follow people I know in real life. First of all, like a normal person. Like I don't like <laughs> I don't I'm not going to waste my time hate following the president who tweet it's just it's crazy but the even if the president is good why are you following the i'm not going to follow the president i have no interest in following the president or any other politician so on we can see media. a playlist that has um fucking anderson <laughs> pock on it no i'm straight bro i'm i'm straight on that but yeah I, I just think that politicians jobs have just changed so much you know what i mean from it, it's like I mean, he obviously mm-hmm. galvanized Twitter in a way that no one has ever done before. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, look, I'm not sad to see him go. I'm just shocked that all of you were following him. And, and are, are, the reality is you're going to miss it and you're sad about it. And you're dancing on the ashes because you don't know what else to do. You know, everybody just has a job that they don't like, that they don't care about. They spend all day doing it on Zoom and, they're you know, they need something to take their aggression out on. He was perfect for that. Now that he's gone, now that Democrats are running the world and Biden is president, now what are we going to do? Just do what everyone has been doing since the dawn of time. Like find something that you actually like and want to do and do it. Make your life better. Make the world around you better. Change someone's life for the better. Fucking build a model train. Literally anything else. Literally anything. Truly anything. Anything. Go, Go clean out your closet and throw your clothes away. Donate them to charity. That's... A great thing to do instead of looking to see like if the guy who stole a podium, you know, make to make sure that he's getting a <laughs> make sure that he's he's been identified. You know, being, his, his bond is being set at a at a price that is outside of his, um, <laughs> his, his, his tax. His, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's like, don't think about that. Go do like, talk to your friends. Well, it's, it's truly meaningless. Like what we think about it is meaningless. That that's the reality. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's what, like, I, I was watching that friend Leibowitz, uh, Netflix thing. And she mm-hmm. was like, people get mad at me for giving my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm not the president. I can't do anything. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, nothing I say matters. Why should it make you mad? Which is obviously something I stand behind as a person who people get mad at a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do you, what do you, is it going to change anything for you? It's not. So keep it fucking moving, losers. Like, it doesn't, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Or also, if, if you, if, if you disagree with somebody, think of that as like a fun challenge instead of something that's going to ruin your day. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I think you're, you're very good at that, Jason, because you're a really measured guy, whereas I'm a little more of an extreme person, but you're, ve- you're very good mm-hmm. at having like a calm, conversation even if it's not something it's not i mean i'm not talking about things you like passionately disagree with or you felt wronged but if it's Mm -hmm. just something that you're like nah i'm not i'm not with that i'm not gonna walk up to a nazi and be like hey man (laughs) where'd you get that sweatshirt uh but the i don't know man easier said than done oh of course easier said than done but just overall I, I just think that we have been so focused on this. And I think in some ways, rightfully so, right? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, being laser focused on flipping the Senate in Georgia worked, and that's like a big deal that could actually mm-hmm. affect something. But like, being focused on what Kamala Harris is wearing on the cover of Vogue does not, <laughs> that does not matter. Like, I'm going to keep talking about it, of course, because it's like, that's the world I live in. But like, does it actually matter? Like, no, it doesn't. Any politician mm-hmm. being the cover of any magazine doesn't actually matter. <laughs> like, don't think about that shit. Just look at it and be like, oh, that's funny. And that's it. Move on. Yeah. Or it's also, it's it's like, if you like it and it excites you, that's fine. That's good. Like, I, I'm happy for people to find joy in things that I don't care about necessarily. That's what makes the world go round is all of our differences. Like, that's totally, mm. you know what I mean? Like, that's totally mm-hmm. fine. If that's really going to get your fucking dick hard, then by all means, like, talk about it and be happy about it. But understand that that is a, a, fle- hard as a, a fleeting, just, like, fun thing to like. It doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't actually change anything. No, your life is not going to be better because you saw that and you liked it. That That's the, that's the mm-hmm. bottom line. But... You know, uh, speaking of making my life better, um, you know, I, I did watch with anticipation because I'm a, I'm a Fran Lebowitz head. You know what I mean? Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously for many reasons, I stand with Fran, but I gotta say, man, that, that, the seven part <laughs> Martin Scorsese directed, uh, directed, <laughs> it, it's just not go- that good. Marty. He's annoying. Is, you could tell that Marty was, 
Like, you deserve to have a documentary about you. I can get this thing pushed through and sold to Netflix. And she's like, yeah, all right, let's do it. I, you know, I, need, a, I need a bag. I think, I actually think, and Alex said this, I think she needed the money. Yeah. You know? And he's like, I could just get this done. And she, do you, so do you think he called in the favor? Or do you, do you think this was her idea or his idea? I mean, they've already done one before. I mean, there's already, this already happened. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I just don't, mm-hmm. I'm sure it came about yeah. fairly organically because I do think they're actually friends. I think what it taught yeah. me about her, and I, I really do, I mean, obviously, I love her. She stands for a lot of things that I stand for, and she's also just like a person who gets paid mm-hmm. to say. You love she- a you love a New York City chick who will walk around with cowboy boots on and be like, mm-hmm. "I remember when a cup of coffee was a cup of coffee." Exactly that, that kind of stuff. It's great. But I think what I've learned, and I, I urge you all readers to go read the uh re- read the Rachel Tashin's interview with her in GQ that, that came out to promote this this special she's better I didn't even know that yeah it's it's really good um like she's better in print interview than she is on television you know what i mean she's better as a writer uh and an interview mm. subject than she is like a documentary subject i don't know it just it was a little too much and it was a little too i don't know it just didn't do much for me and i was excited about it the point is she is she's better when somebody is conducting an interview with her like over text where she has the 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 time and privilege to write no 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 i don't no no, no. I, 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 what do you mean by that i mean like Someone like Rachel who goes in with an agenda and has real questions for her and is an, oh, okay. as good at being like a conversationalist and doing doing it the old school way, like over the phone or whatever, uh, especially now. I'm sure it would have been in person otherwise, is better to me than like Martin Scorsese just like, you're so great. Just talk. Right, right, You, you know right, what right, I mean? Right. It, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work the same. It doesn't feel good. And I mean some of the you know, like it obviously made me a little misty because, like, just walking around New York alone is cool, mm-hmm. and and talking about blasting cigs, and she's wearing you know crazy Calder cufflinks. You know, it's cool visually. It's cool. Cufflinks are cool, but the, it just didn't. It just doesn't need to exist. Do you know what I mean? It just, so you're saying, so you you like her more when she's not not just getting these kind of softball questions from Marty, being like, hey, "Do you?" you know, yeah, just, just normal. Ask, yeah, like you want you. It, it's it's a lot more exciting like when they were doing a Q&A with an audience. I just want to see her be asked a question that she's never been asked before just to see how she handles it because that's kind of where the magic is versus, you know, answering a softball question. But my takeaway from watching that is I feel like her answers to everything were so perfect that I didn't believe that they that the whole thing wasn't kind of pre-scripted. And, oh, I'm and sure. Pre, I'm sure. Pre-arranged. I'm sure it's pre. I mean, I think unless she, but if if it wasn't, and if she was really coming off dome for all of that, then I put her in, <laughs> you know, the top ten of all time freestylers. Question question answer. You're saying that she's better on the mic than Jay-Z. Are you saying that she's better on the mic than... Yeah. You're saying this is better than Cameron on his MTV The Basement Freestyle? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Chris, you know, I, didn't, I, said, I said she was in the top 10 upper echelon. I didn't say she was the best. What she's doing the whole time is, is just stand-up comedy, you know, the same way that when David Sedaris reads chapters from his book, he's kind of doing... He's doing that. It's just a different way, but like the timing, the pauses, the allowing for things to happen, the twists and turns. You know, she she is a, a true master at public speaking, and you can tell that that's why she has See, you know, been able to kind of be a writer and talk about how she has no money and, and she's a poor New Yorker and she's never going to be rich, but she you know obviously owns properties and has a lot of money because she gets paid for these speaking gigs because she really is that good. I think she I think that of course because it's television and it's Martin Scorsese and there's real money, it is definitely planned. I don't know if scripted is the right word. I think she is that good though and that's why she's still so relevant. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if she wasn't yeah. that good, I don't think anyone would care. And that part of it, I think since we do this off the dome and similar things, I think we're extra impressed mm-hmm. with that as well where it's like fuck, that's like the timing, the one-liners, like the pauses, it's all like mm-hmm. pretty perfect all the time. And you know, if when I'm 75 years old, I hope I'm able to do that. To see somebody who's on that level, you know, it's like a, you know, Dave Chappelle godlike level of stand-up where like, oh, this person has, you know, spent hours, days, weeks, months with the efficiency of words, the timing, the pauses mm-hmm. over such a long period of time that like this is it. This is finally perfect. It cannot get better than this. And she she is on that level. No, 100%. And it makes you wonder how much of this is all 
pre-scripted or premeditated or if she if she really is coming off dome then She's she's shitting on fucking all the greats. Uh, no, I mean I think that part of me wants to have faith, but I also truly believe it's probably seventy five percent off dome. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or it's at least like here are the topics we're going to talk about beforehand. But that's what you got. You know what I mean? You're not getting it's not written down on paper, but you do know within reason what you're going to be asked. Yeah, I, th- I think Marty. You know, j- just like most interviews. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll they'll do a pre-interview prep and like, here's, especially if it's taped. Especially yeah, if it's taped. Here's the yeah. ten questions I'm going to ask you. You know, just so you know, so you can have a good answer chambered, so you're not just being like, uh, ooh, uh, that is a great question. Let me, uh, I don't know. Let me come back to you. Like, she had a zinger. Well done, Franny. Well done, Franny. But it was interesting because it wasn't, you know, everybody in my world's talking about it. And obviously, Rachel wrote that story, and there's a few other things, but like it wasn't even on the front page of Netflix. Like it wasn't even recommended to me. It was on the front page of my Netflix, Chris. Step your algorithm up. You've been watching too much fucking Office, got it all fucked up. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what else is coming out that I can't wait for is that, that, that salacious Tiger Woods HBO doc. I can wait for I it. I love, yes. well, first of all, Tiger Woods' ex wife is so hot. And that is very of interest to me. Is she really? Yeah, the Elin, the like the the blonde Swedish Miss Woods. But dude, she hit his car with a fucking. She hit the Escalade with a golf club when he re- after he wrecked it on the Perkies. Like this is good shit. Yeah. Also, golf that is good shit. golf is truly the most boring thing in the world. And Tiger Woods scandal is the best that it, it actually made golf sexy for a year. Seems like a, it was such a long time ago, wasn't it? it? It is. That's the other thing. But I read something today. I can't remember if it was Esquire US or Esquire UK, where the the writer kind of was like blaming America for that, for like being so enraptured by it. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Why do you why do you expect anything out of us? Like, it's a giant celebrity, a a, a person who, against all odds, made it to be the the best in the world at something he did, and he was fucking Applebee's waitresses and taking perkies. Like, that's fire. Mm-hmm. That's that's exact. That's the most com- compelling thing that could happen. Like, that's the best we're gonna get. He saw goddamn John Daly and said, "Hey, hold my beer. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck way more Applebee's waitresses than you ever did." Hey, pussy, I'm going to Pensacola this week. And where are you going? But I do think that the you know. I th- but who who I mean like we got you got him you got Michael Jordan who who are some other people on that level of like best of the best of the best who did not have some type of fall from grace? You can't. Has there been anyone? You can't because you you have to have if you're that laser focused on something and that good at it, you have to have some sort of outlet. You have to have a gambling. You have addiction. to. I mean, Michael Jordan. I mean, Michael Jordan had his own father killed, which is pretty extreme. You know what I mean? That's pretty crazy compared to wrecking an Escalade <laughs> in Tampa. That's a little crazy. You think he had his? You think the father? I, I thought that his father was killed as a result of Michael gambling not debt. not making good on a debt. I don't I don't I don't Whose fault is it, Jason? If Well you just said he had him killed as if Michael Michael Jordan was sitting in there and he's like I'm 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 gonna put a thirty a thirty piece on my dad's head tonight. Why are you? Michael Jordan does not have a sexy voice. First of all, so you could chill I was with doing, that. I was doing Michael Jackson. I was doing oh, Michael I'm Jackson. Sorry. He was <laughs> sorry, Ma- wrong Mike, wrong Mike. But I should have been doing, um, you know, Takashi Six Nine voice. You know, when he was trying to murder Chief Keef. Like I don't, I don't think he's gonna put put a, a ransom or a dollar amount on his dad's head because of gambling. I think so, he owed somebody money. I agree. I know like, that's going to st- kill your dad. And he's like, I wish you would. And they're like, okay, we will. I know that's the story, but that is a, my point being is even if that, yes, that is accurate. What ha- what you're saying happened, but regardless, it's a lot more twisted than wrecking the escalate in Tampa after a few too many G and T's at the local Ruby Tuesdays like that. That's, that's no, no question. Yeah. 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 He's gonna have to take that. He's gonna have to take the Escalade all the way down to East Coast Customs, and it's gonna, it's gonna, it might, it might need upwards of four thousand dollars in repairs. But he, but that car will live to see another day. Unlike Michael Jordan's father, who is definitely deceased at the hands of his own twisted son. But also, if Michael Jordan's dad was like a, an abusive, terrible person, the way that every uh, famous person who reaches this level of excellence is, maybe he deserved to die. And maybe this is a perfect two birds, one stone way the reason, to... Um, the reason I am not a successful genius is because my parents love me and raised me right. And it, it torture, it's mm-hmm. torture every day. To be honest, you know what I mean. But so is that why you come for Elon? He was neglected. You know that. Uh, what by his famous model mom? Was he neglected? I didn't know that. 
That's right. That's right. Just because your mom is hot doesn't mean she can't neglect you. That's true, actually. Good point. Well, I. Yeah. Just because your podcast partner is hot, Chris, doesn't mean that he can't neglect you as well. And that's something that you should know. Did I get a new podcast partner? Oh, come on. <laughs> I think. Hey, take it easy. Hey, take it easy. I didn't. The thing is, when I think of people like that that have had like these full on, you know, meltdowns, it. it it, like I guess like a Britney Spears would come to mind, but mm-hmm. for some reason, oh, yeah, she had a fat ass meltdown. For, for some reason, though, with musicians, I, I like think it's it's different I, because I, they've always done drugs. You know what I mean? Whereas like af- athletes, the mm-hmm. the assumption is they don't. Even though you know they do, the assumption is that they don't. Like uh, globally, you know what I mean? So then it's safe to say that. That Tiger Woods crawled so you can walk, mm-hmm. as from one athlete overdosed. To exactly, another. exactly. As a as a fellow <laughs> athlete, the who, way. who has overdosed, um, unfortunately, the only green jacket I have is actually um, it's actually a sweatshirt. John, it's a John Elliott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I would never wear a John Elliott. Fuck out of here. This podcast is over. <laughs> you can't. That's the, the show. that's the meanest thing you've ever said to me, Jason. I thought we were friends and coworkers. Look, I don't even know what John Elliott is. I just know that that's a brand that people can make fun of each other for wearing. That's actually cool of you to not know, but just know that it's something to make fun of. Well, you know, speaking of other falls from grace in a community that's more relevant to me, what's up with your boys over at Prince Street Pizza? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I've been saying Prince Street Pizza overrated. As a person who doesn't eat pepperoni, Prince Street Pizza never did much for me. But Prince <laughs> Prince Street Pizza is like the cooked Yeezys of pizza restaurants. It's like mm. it's just like only streetwear bros. There's four G wagons out front. It's just mm-hmm. something about it has always been extra corny to me. And and to be fair, Prince Street Pizza, I mean, I walk down Prince Street every day for the last 10 years of my life, like multiple times a day. And you never cop the slice. I've eaten there one time. I've copped two thicky slices of cheese pizza, Mm -hmm. and I ate them when I got home, and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I don't know why you'd wait in line for this. And then they're like, well, it's because you didn't get pepperoni. That's that's some bullshit. You're like, uh, uh, you know what pepperoni tastes like, though. But the thing is, and I, I tweeted that, that they've always had Blue Lives Matter energy. and What New York-style pizzeria does. Yeah, that's the thing. But I guess they had Blue Lives Matter, like, stickers up. But you'll still go there, right? I've actually never been there. And I guess I never I th- will. I thought you went to the WeHo location to crack a bottle of Cristal over the new, to christen the new location. I got I got an invite, but I didn't make it. I mean, like for me, going from my house to West Hollywood to get you're, a slice. You're only of pizza, doing that for it, me, and there ain't no pizza it involved. Just, it just ain't it just ain't gonna happen unless this pizza needs to be life changing. And also, like waiting in line to eat a slice of pizza, like couldn't be me. Waiting like, in line with guys who drive Porsches and wear Jordans, and but they're white and probably live. <laughs> like near Fairfax is my nightmare. That's my least favorite kind of person is like nouveau riche streetwear, John and Vinny's foodie. Yeah. And the only reason why they're going there, like they don't even know they gotta get the, flick. the food is good. Yeah. It's just like the whole point of it is like, what if we went there, we waited in line for two and a half hours in the cold with our with our fear of God essentials on, and then we're gonna get two slices of pepperoni pizza, a food that you can literally buy anywhere on any street corner in the entire fucking world, and then we're gonna record a slow motion video of us doing the unboxing. What if we open this box and then inside there was pizza and it looks so bomb? Yo, and then you, baby. And then you post it on Instagram, <laughs> and then <laughs> Prince Street re damn they reposted me on the stories. My life <laughs> all right, is a yo, movie. No, baby, look like I want you. All right, so lean up against the G right but yeah make sure no the the essentials it's got to be the new essential sweatsuit and then hold the pizza up like like the grapes like michelangelo you know what i'm saying baby and then we'll take the flick for that that's a movie that's a movie that's literally what it's like like that's literally but prince street is apparently closed for some comments the owners made uh <laughs> don't be going to prince street anymore guys if you were going there you you deserve you just go back to john and vinnie's you're fine but also the people that go there they don't care about the racist remarks no it's, there's they? a line They're- there right now i guarantee you News like that also is only transferred between like people on Instagram and Twitter that we know. That that doesn't mm-hmm. like the the infatuation posting about it doesn't really move the needle for like greater society. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's just gonna that's gonna make eleven different people who live in Kansas City who have never heard of it go leave a comment on there like I was gonna go to your restaurant, but now I'm not knowing <laughs> exactly, that you guys exactly. did this. And then, you know, some like seventy eight year old Italian guy who lives in, in the Lower East Side is gonna open it with his reading glasses on. 
on and be like, what the fuck is this shit? And then that's about it. That's, that's literally, that's the end. So I, I don't, I, I don't think this is a, a big, a big event, but it's pretty funny. Also, I mean, cause they just opened the WeHo location and I, I wonder if they have a valet there. I'm going to go throw a can of uh, marinara on there. Pita style. Let's take some Monty sauce and fucking toss it out of the Lambo truck window. Yeah, go go support Monty's sauce. How is the Monty sauce? I, I ate it last night with Turn Tom. It was good. I put too much chili pepper in it, made it too spicy for my mouth. But otherwise, it's good. I can't wait to try. I haven't tried some. Yeah, I usually don't really. I always make my own sauce if I'm going to have a little tomato. But if you're if you're if you're not feeling like it, go cop some. It's really good. I love copping, Jason. So yesterday I went um, I went fishing in the LA River again. Yeah, I saw your little picture. I was hoping <laughs> we wouldn't have to talk about this, but go ahead. It was quite it was quite nice. I gotta say, I'm, I were you by yourself and were you high on marijuana? No, and no. I went. I went with Sam, uh, Sam Jane, and, and Ariel from Mr. Green. Oh, my little squad! My so they they couldn't get your little bitch ass to go rock climbing, so you had to go fishing. They said they said Big TJ don't boulder. I guess we're gonna have to go stand by a dirty body of water with some rods. Let me tell you, it was just what the doctor ordered. I love I that. Need, I needed that. I needed to stand around, have a couple cold ones in the in the. Did twisted. you crack a couple of fucking IPAs with the boys at the fishing Ooh, hole? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. If, if once you once you hit a certain age, you can start publicly drinking again, and nobody cares. <laughs> I think you're it's right about. Cool. I think you're right about that. Actually, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, I mean, if you have the right attitude, the right age, and the unfortunately the right skin color, you can kind of just do whatever you want in some news uh for you um if you can make it here by tuesday the the berries instructor did announce they're doing a steve aoki versus chain smokers class are you serious so i feel like I, is it this 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 better not be an unauthorized class no i i believe this is this is real i i, I you know when i was hitting my 13 sprint today i did hear that and i mm. i wanted to call you immediately but i knew we were podcasting today so i could just tell this, you <laughs> There's been a lot of chatter in the locker rooms in the last 48 hours of what's going to go down. Exactly. Does that mean that they're they're going to be like zoomed in? Like no, the Jason, chain smokers no. are going to be on. There? I wish. They're just going to play the music. They're just going to play the music. But they don't. They don't have to. They don't have to pay any license. No, no. I think. That, I think. Right? I'm sure. Like most boutique fitness places, I believe have like a blanket license deal with one of the one of the. Uh, mm-hmm. services yeah 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 but i mean they're they're but they're allowed to like make flyers and advertise it and promote it of like drake versus future yeah spin exactly. class yeah. at soul cycle yeah. or whatever drake and- versus future this podcast is drake versus future every 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 episode so we unfortunately know who's who yeah i'm future you're drake i know i'm the cool one you're the extremely rich one with a lot of hits you're the one who works out a lot but still you know could lose <laughs> Who didn't? Who I'm the guy who had plastic surgery to get a six pack. That's for sure. Uh, so, so that's no no question. But I can afford that. You know what I mean? That's the thing about me. Oh, it, by the way, where is Certified Lover Boy? Because I it's ain't tricking if you got it. He he seems to be on like a boat. Or he's in the Bahamas. He's in he's in the Bahamas with Meek Millie and a couple rich white guys, and they're playing baccarat and gambling. <laughs> But sounds like a fucking nightmare. But he they they probably have a bunch of fly-ins though, don't they? Oh, you know they got some fly-ins. They got some foreign fly-ins. Apparently Drake's room is twenty racks a night. You could never. He's got a bunch of negative tings in his lobby. Ne- ne- negative. That means they te- they tested negative. <laughs> I got a ting. I got a ting in the lobby, and she tested negative. You already know. That's bars, Jason. I got a ting, and she got a minus next to her name. You already know. When you when you <laughs> when you go into Drake's phone, instead of like what they were wearing the night he met, he just has a plus or a negative next to their name. Based on the most recent COVID test, damn, he copped a bunch on Wayfair in the in the comments. <laughs> women or or or, or women? Tests. Oh, women! Mm. I never really followed the Wayfair scandal. I did a little bit. I mean, you know, our friends over at Reply All did a whole episode about it. It was it was pretty good. I do, I, but you know, we need to figure out what the next. I mean, maybe Carvana. That seems be- much like a much better way to do human trafficking because the price is already where you want to be. The Wayfair thing was like, why is this? Why does this picture frame cost twenty eight thousand dollars? Why is this? <laughs> why is this shoe shelf for in front of your bed cost seventeen grand? Surely this must be. It's because it has people in it. But for you know Carvana, the cars are coming in a shipping container, lots of room. You can actually put a kid inside of a car. The price tag is right. I mean, it, it's delivered to your door. It, it checks out. Just something to think about, Carvana. That is, that is, Carvana, we're coming for you. You know, I was talking to Ezra last night about this. How much would you pay for a private doctor to give you a COVID test today? 
What do you think the going rate would be? Like, come to my house? Yeah, like, basically. And then 15 minutes later, I know. You're not supposed to get one because you're a healthy 40-year-old male. But Mm -hmm. you want one just because, obviously, we all want one because we're not freaky anti-vax idiots. So what? how much would you pay? I'd probably plop five racks down. (sighs) What? Wait, 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 wait. $5,000 for one COVID test? No, for a shot, for the vaccine. Oh, oh, for a, oh, sorry, sorry, for a vaccine. For the vaccine, baby. Um, I, I would not, I would not pay for one at all. If that, but I'm saying if you get it a year before you're supposed to, private doctor at the crib. It doesn't matter. You, you're, I wouldn't, it, does, it wouldn't matter because my life wouldn't change at all. I would still have to quarantine. I would still have to wear a mask everywhere I go. Fuck that. You nah, know, bro. I, I'm blowing, I'm blowing my nose on the street. It won't, it won't, it won't change my quality of life whatsoever. So it doesn't matter to me. But it gives you peace of I'll, mind, I'll, Jason. I'll, and how much that, that, there's no price you can put on that, really. I already have peace of mind, Chris. That's because you I, don't think that. I much. listen to Joe Rogan and I take <laughs> vitamin B. So I'm fucking good. No, I probably wouldn't pay five but i was asking him what he thinks the going rate is for private doctors and he thinks it's probably 10 right now in new york yeah that's probably it i mean i just i don't think i'm ever going to die from covid so that's why i wouldn't spend yeah, it. yeah. so it won't change my life I, was, I, was, I will still have to do the same bullshit i still won't be able to eat inside a restaurant yeah that's I true still will have to wear a mask on a 14-hour flight you know it's it, it don't i'm still gonna have to wait in line to go into a coffee shop i'm it's just it is what it is so it doesn't matter to me Damn. i guess the, i guess you're right i guess famous last words i mean as soon as i said i'm i'm finna die i guess just it's i guess i should save my money i mean do you think people are doing it right now and also like yes I don't know, like, yes i, I want to wait until there's more in more uh data oh here we go spoken like a true this. anti-vaxxer you know, I just want some other people to get it first. It's like Apple computers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't buy the first one. You make sure the chip works, and then you buy it. That's that is some sound advice, Chris. I'm not saying that, but you know, I, and I don't think I'm going to get Bell's palsy from getting a, a vaccination in my arm. But you know, I'm I'm definitely in no hurry for it, and I want my essential tings out there to get it first. You know, I mean, I want my essential tings to get it first too. But I, again, I thought we were under the impression that podcasting is essential. It actually is, but it is not at the top of the essential. I I understand. So doctors, nurses, uh, pa- paramedics, podcasters. I see the list. People who work on the my front lines, um, the Whole Foods and Burbank. I want to <laughs> make sure those guys are all sorted out. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm just going to plop down. How many vaccines can I get for the employees of Whole Foods Burbank for 5K? Let, let's let's just figure that out, and we'll, we'll go ahead. Yeah, we all going to eat. We're going to write that check so that Jason can get his produce and hopefully run to Whitney Port you know, every day for the rest of the year. Yeah, I need wit to be clean and healthy for 2021 but also uh, i think in, in, at, at some point shouldn't the vaccination be able to be administered by ourselves in the future like if it is just a shot in the arm like just mail one to everyone well it's about i think the, the needle issue, in your arm and I think, push it in i think the issue is is like you know it has to be kept at a super cold temperature and and you have to do two within like a much i think it's a yeah yeah whenever tj gets the gift pack of of mayonnaise or butter in the mail that should come ice cold baby we got ice packs uline.com i, I understand that jason um and i'm i'm sure that your little dumbass has come up with the complete plan on how to uh self-administer mm-hmm. the covid19 vaccination yeah i mean moderna moderna pfizer how long gone those are the three we're offering vaccines now ours don't even have to be cold you know what i mean it's it's just it's snap chilled <laughs> our vaccines are snap chilled like the, like the cold brew we're gonna sell. We've been, we've invented a new technology, and also you know a guy like me who's kind of more in the public spotlight. I kind of have to. Um, I do, I do my vaccination in between the the webbing of my fingers and my toes because I can't really be seen with those types of trap marks on my arm right now. Yeah, that's why I don't take my socks off that much. You know what I mean. <laughs> So we, um, as we close up this episode, I wanted to make an announcement that we are also rounding a a milestone on this podcast. We are rounding a a milestone, Jason. And you know what? Do you think our friends at Anchor and Spotify are going to send us a plaque for me to eat pasta out of? I really don't think so. That would be nice. And maybe we can recreate that for some social media content. But we are, uh, we have, we have surpassed a million. Can you play, can you play a Millie by Lil Wayne right here? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Note to self, play Amelia. So, you know, when you go to a Kardashian's Instagram page and you see the M next to it, you know, Shit. we need that for our Anchor page. Yeah, Anchor, step your game up. here yet. How long gone uh, the pandemic podcast that made it through? Less than, you know. In, Less in, than a what, year? Eight months or something? Eight months. Eight, we got months. a milli, baby, in the bank account. You know what I'm saying? Ain't looking too short either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we, the, we, we just want to thank all of you guys for streaming us you know we really appreciate it and it's it's cool for us and we're really happy and we look forward to doing even more podcasting in the in the new year jason we could do it without them but it wouldn't be as fun <laughs> you know and that's what we could that's the thing and that's what most podcasts do that's true they don't respect the we respect the listeners you know what i mean it's a different we don't talk down we we consider the listeners to be mm. equals unless they're stupid. Yeah, you know, I reply to the most of the your DMs and yeah. There's going to be a how long gone Reddit subreddit page. I think it's already there. Right. Um, Please don't. <laughs> so um, you know that might be. Why do you this guys year. have to make this shit so nerdy? Why can't you just the podcasts are already nerdy enough? Can't you just listen to the podcast, Chris? Because we're creating a community. And the yeah, but the community is is you listening needs to talk to each the other. The community is you guys listening to us and buying some stuff we make, and that's it. That's I mean, what <laughs> what it, I mean, what if you live in fucking Alaska? That's your fault. And you're like, <laughs> that's your fault. Learn from us that you have to move to a major metropolitan area to matter. That's what you should learn from this podcast. If you live in Alaska, just move to Los Angeles and stand in the lobby of Erewhon in Silver Lake, and soon enough, somebody is going to be like, hey, nice. Nice gone hat, fellow goner. And yeah. Lincoln, they're like, do we kiss now? Like, how does this work? Do I move into your house? What did somebody hold on? Did somebody alert you to this Reddit page? Yes, I've been talking to the person who's the setting it all up right now. Because the yeah, you know, yeah, I know that Red Scare has a very popular one. Failing Fits has a very popular one. If you guys start posting outfits, though, we will have it shut down. You know, I, I haven't looked on the subreddit yet. We'll see what happens, but it'll be a place where people can discuss. Link and Bill talk no. about the episodes, share videos. Who knows? All joking aside, I love the Reddit. I love the community. Big Reddit guy. It's a good place to find information, right? So I think it's our. I think it's just r slash how long gone. I don't. I don't know what is on there yet, but you know that should be coming up in the new year. And then uh, we're gonna have some new pieces of merch coming very soon as well to to commemorate our our Millie hit as well. Yeah, it's a great day to celebrate. I'm going to go do another workout. Hell yeah. I'm going to go work out and edit this podcast. I got new overgrips put on. Um, you know, I got Woo. I got one of my rackets restrung. So I'm ready to fucking Woo. smash the motherfucking ball. You know the vibes, Jason. Wonderful. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you listen to our other podcast, How Long Gone Radio. New episode just went up yesterday. That's right. Uh, and it's a good one. I got to say, I got a couple of comments about people really being into Sun June and Rye, which uh, is always nice to put people on to, to music. That and I, I think we might have Rye coming on this pod, too. Let's go, baby. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Later. Tougher than Nigerian hair My criteria compared to your career just isn't fair I'm a venereal disease like a menstrual Bleed through the pencil and leak on the sheet of the tablet in my mind Cause I don't write shit